No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not so those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode one eight seven. I am your host, the Warden Mad Ritter, and it is a very special episode. Apropos that it is one eight seven because we are about to kill this shit. I have with me one fourth of my Asian massage fantasy, the filthy Filipino himself, Justin Santos. What's going on? Yo, como esta? What's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Here repping the Get Yo Podcast and the host of the Havoc Hour, one-third of Young King's Wrestling, Frozone, the Nature Boy, Reek Flair. Reek, what's going on, man? What's up? And uh, at some point, whenever he gets home and gets logged on and shit, <laughs> Daddy Delgado himself should possibly be here. Uh, he told us he wanted to start five minutes ago. We gave him five minutes, and then we said, "Fuck it, we're gonna start without him." So, uh, <laughs> he needs to. He needs to show his face. He yeah. he has some answering to do after Sunday and Monday. <laughs> Sunday and Monday. This this, this, this damn shameless slander. He gonna answer for this. this well, time. I'll tell you what. Then we'll 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 save Raw once we get into it. Uh, we'll save Raw so that you you can drill him for when he shows up. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do something different here. We're gonna try something new. So I want everyone listening to let me know how you guys feel about this new format if you like this or if you prefer prefer the other one because i'm trying to cut down the time so you guys don't have to listen to a two-hour episode i know two hours is a long time to have to listen to me talk and people laugh at the dumb shit i say so i want to cut the time down just a little bit make it a little easier listening for everyone uh so we're going to try a new format we're not going to do it the way we've been doing it um and you guys will see how that goes when we get into it before that reek is here which means we need to talk about Black Lives Matter, and those Black Lives Matter shirts that you guys can get at whatamaneuver.com, which is the pin tweet over at Matt Ritter. There's that M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, you can find at ykwrestling.com. Um, money goes to a fund that is distributed to the people who need it. It is not donated to Black Lives Matter. And if you listen to Young Kings Wrestling, TC will explain to you all the reasons why it is not donated to the organization, but it is in support of the movement, so we ask that you do that. And also, we want to continue the conversation about stop the Asian hate. We do have Justin here. Um, a lot of shit going on right now. It's it's wild. I mean, um, there was this news that came out about um, Mr. Nugent that came out. He was like basically murdered in front of his house. Um, and there's like stuff going on uh, in California. It, it's just a wild time. So, I mean, just stop the Asian hate, you know, AAPI. That's the uh, American uh, Asian Pacific Islander community and organization that helps, like, you know, stop all this, gets the, uh, or uh, stuff all out. And it's something to go donate, look it up, you know, educate yourself. It's just crazy right now. It's just crazy, you know, especially when they're like attacking the elderly. Exactly. 
Um, and they're only attacking the elderly because the people that do shit like this mm-hmm. are weak-minded, uh, self-centered people who don't have the balls to actually step to someone or do something to someone that would actually pose a threat to them. So they're picking on what they consider to be the weak because mm-hmm. they themselves are weak people. And if you're listening to this and you have any inclination of committing any sort of hate crime, you are a weak person. Mentally, you are a weak, sad person. Yep, yep, yep. Talk to him. Tell him, Matt. Tell him. I think Daddy Delgado should be coming here uh, pretty soon. I just got a message. He says he is uh, running a few minutes behind, and he is running to the apart- his apartment to record there. So he might be getting our first instance of Ooh. Vince in his new home on this podcast. Casting couch? Casting couch? Oh, oh, you know what? I almost forgot. Spotted the Where's Waldo. Okay. Oh, so that is another dang. feature that is new to the Smackin' a Raw podcast. If you're watching <laughs> the video version on YouTube or on Pornhub, there is a Where's Waldo penis that my wife, who, by the way, really loved what you had to say about her on your podcast when this was first brought up after the recap that we did for Fastlane, uh, is really now enthused about finding different places to put this Where's Waldo penis. So as you watch this, look around my background, see if you can find Waldo. Bro, she's That's a genius. Great. She's a genius. Like, you have to watch this show on a weekly basis now. Like, yep, yep, 100. That, that, that's awesome. All right, Reek. Well, as you know, when you are here, you are our resident newsman, which means, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for... Uh, where'd that go? Oh, there it is. What you got for us? Uh, all right. So most of the stuff you guys are probably knowing already. Uh, I'm just going to start with what was supposed to go down tonight. So obviously the talk was that Charlotte was supposed to show up tonight on SmackDown. That didn't happen. However, from what I'm hearing, it's the, the plan is actually to move her to SmackDown. Uh, so, so, you know, then we don't have to worry about Matt losing his shit because he's a raw superstar on SmackDown show. That is not true because I told <laughs> you if they come at me with Charlotte got drafted to Smack or traded to SmackDown for future draft considerations, there will be a rant because we did a draft and SmackDown had about 40 future draft considerations built up and didn't get to use none of them. They are full of shit. And I am not accepting that bullshit. Oh, man. Listen. Somebody better go to Raw. I don't care who the fuck it is. That's that's the thing. Send Aleister Black there. Put him on the roster. You're not even putting him on TV. So it doesn't even matter. Just shift him over. Do something. (laughs) So, also. Now, obviously, we know that uh, Andrade was released. Finally got freed of his contract. Uh, he's been posting on social media that he's already talking to some places right now because you know you have to worry about the 90 day no compete contract clause. Mm. So he's and also apparently uh, his partner in crime there, Miss Thea Trinidad, is uh, signing with a company. Hasn't said who yet, but it's not AEW. So we're just gonna have to see who, but. Apparently she's uh she's got a new home and hmm. you'll be finding out shortly. Um, 
Oh, before, th- before this one. hold on, before you move on, the Andrade stuff. So there were yeah. rumors going on that uh, Charlotte was the one that got Andrade his release, and that she was actually asked to sit out Mania, thinking that that would persuade her to you know back down, and she actually agreed to sit out Mania hmm. as long as they gave Andrade the release, which also led to the rumors about. Andrade not having his no compete clause so he can leave right away, blah, 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 blah. So there have been a few rumors going around. I know they tried to cover it up on Raw and say Charlotte had COVID. COVID right. Which made right, me think yeah. if she had COVID on Raw, how the fuck is she going to show up on SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Neither here nor there. Yeah. So I just want to yeah, touch that, on that before we moved on. Absolutely, because that, that, that sounds a little fishy to me too. But uh, Charlotte's a real one for that. Right, oh, 100, yeah. My yep. wife wouldn't do that shit. She's like, I'm not losing my, like, we still got to get paid. <laughs> uh, so I got I got one that uh, Matt's gonna love. So <laughs> as we know, uh, Keith Lee has uh, not been cleared yet by WWE. Uh, some medical issue has had him out for the better part of almost two months now. But I had I had suspicions about this. I think we all did. But I got confirmation. Keith Lee, the original plan for Keith Lee was to win the United States Championship. And for Riddle to eat the pin. So because, because ah. of whatever health issue was ailing him, is currently ailing him, that is why we now have Riddle as your United So you're sister. telling me that it is Keith Lee's fault that I have to deal with this bullshit? <laughs> kind of, sort of. I mean, what do you want the guy to do? He's, you know. That's okay. Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley replaced him. I got a new favorite black guy. Bobby Lashley <laughs> fucked up Matt Riddle. He took that top spot for me now. Keith Lee's been replaced. <laughs> All right. So this one I had to I had to look at right after SmackDown because I know a lot of people are talking about it after what happened and we'll get into it later. But it actually is official. Edge is now actually a heel going into WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. No question. Okay. That that's going to be pretty dope. So uh, we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. Uh, Impact is moving to Thursday night. So if you had a free day to watch, to not watch wrestling, to, to take a take a breath, to come up for air, scratch that off because the week is full now. Absolutely, mm-hmm. completely full. Well, because mm-hmm. rumors are that NXT will on what the twelfth start recording on Tuesdays as well. Yep. Yep. So, just so yeah. Impact said, "Fuck that. We'll move to Thursdays. We'll, we'll, we'd rather compete with NXT UK than NXT." <laughs> Ah. Well, I mean, even then, it's like because they're in a different time slot. So, yeah, it's true too. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Kane, and, Kane, and the Great Khali are both going into the Hall of Fame this year. Much well deserved. At least for uh, one of them. I expect. I expect to see Taker inducting Kane. And th- th- this one, I-, I I don't even know how to feel about this one. Peacock. Now that they have WWE's content uh, as a you know a branch of NBC, they have just gone through the content that WWE has given them and has just censored out everything that is offensive, uh, deemed racist, homophobic, or overly sexualized. Like I mean, just everything. I, I don't know what's going on with them. I just I figured you were all for this. Why would I 
because now this justifies WrestleMania six. The only bad part of WrestleMania six no longer exists. And you put it in your bracket over WrestleMania 13 and WrestleMania 15 on the latest episode of young Kings wrestling WrestleMania bracket. So now we know for a fact that Vince McMahon saying the N word and Roddy Piper's half blackface are the two things that have been mentioned that have been removed. Those are the only two things I've seen. So here's my thing. If that is the kind of content that they are going to take off the network, I'm perfectly okay with it. If it is, you know, a white guy using racial slurs or doing blackface, something that offensive that we really don't need, I'm okay with it. Uh, It's not like Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown was like one of the greatest matches ever that we lost something special with that. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. My worry is they said that they're going to censor anything that goes against their community standards and guidelines. So that leads me to believe what else might get censored. And that's where I worry. So Mm -hmm. I'm cool with them doing stuff like this, finding content like this. I will not be okay with losing my live sex celebration, my Katie Vick, um, Braun panties matches, because that's the only place I've got them anymore. Like, how am I going to relive my childhood? Mm-hmm. I, don't forget don't forget the marriage of billy and chuck the marriage of well i i, I feel like with peacock I, I feel like that's within their community guidelines now i, I think they'll be all right. <laughs> that's subtle that's subtle that's yeah. subtle okay i actually, all right, okay. I actually j- just watched back the the katie vick thing uh because you know i'm on my 2002 watch yeah yeah that that's the, the worst part honestly about that whole thing is I forgot that that wasn't like a one-time thing. Like the following Raw, Triple H shows <laughs> yeah. up with this same mannequin and has an interview with it yeah. in the middle of the ring. So At, I don't want to lose Snitsky punting Lita's baby after the miscarriage angle. I don't. Oh yeah, lose. dude, that's another one. Like there, there's stuff on there that I feel like could be borderline considered offensive that I don't want to see them cut <laughs> as long as it's not, like I said, um, something along the lines of Vince using the N-word, uh, anything like racially charged that we just don't need to have there. Though don't take down Booker T saying what he said to Hulk Hogan. Because Booker T's <laughs> coming for Hulk Hogan, and I need that to stay <laughs> Do not remove that. Listen, listen, I will be upset. Listen, I, I said this in the chat. Y'all, y'all ever seen the movie Private Parts, the, the, the Howard Stern biopic? Mm-hmm. Remember when he went to NBC? <laughs> and they, they shut all of that shit he tried to do down. So I can just I can only imagine that that miscarriage angle is going to be out. That live sex celebration mm-hmm. probably going to be out. Like yeah. this, this this might get really bad. That's but, what um, I'm worried about. So I would not be okay with that. Yeah. So last thing uh, we all have heard of or seen the show Ms. and Mrs. Uh, it's a pretty pretty dope show on USA. Uh, I'm guessing Cody Rhodes and his wife Randy were inspired, so they are making their own show uh, with I guess the same concept that's going mm-hmm. to be coming on to TNT I guess if WWE can do it TNT's like fuck it we'll do it too you're probably going to get an AEW heels to be like Total Divas oh god <laughs> yes dude yeah <laughs> yeah I'm all for it I watch Total Divas I watch Ms. and Mrs. Yep, I yep. watched uh, Total Bellas I, I watch all that shit with the wife Yep. it's bad TV but it's fun TV it's also one of the few times like you get mm-hmm. to see the Bellas and shit and thongs at the yeah. beach. Natalia doing shit. Like you do get that content on there. So if you're missing mm-hmm. that on your TV weekly, go check that out. Um, I enjoy that shit. And I also find, I think Cody will be interesting. I'm, I'm really curious as to see like 
so like John Cena when he was on the show. Oh God, that was oh. not the same John Cena you saw on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Rolling I'm curious as to see what Cody Rhodes is like, not on TV. Like, what is at home Cody Rhodes like? What or at least what is he going to try and portray on screen? And also, I bad wrestler or not, I absolutely love Brandy. She is fine as fuck. So give me as much Brandy content as you want. Yep. Oh yeah. So, what they mentioned in the trailer about like her trying to like live up to the Rhodes like family name, like, and they brought up some like reminiscent of like the like the legacy of the Rhodes name. So, it looks like they're going to be touching base on a little bit of that, which is kind of cool. And then we get to see uh, Cody's mom, who never really gets like her praise. So, shout out to her. Yeah. So, so I'm for it. I'm interested. Uh, was there anything else in news and rumors? Um, I think that's about it. I do got one question for you guys. So, like, who's gonna induct Great Khali? I I know. I think uh, I think they're gonna. If I if I saw this correctly, and I could be wrong, I think I saw that his old manager was coming back. Um, might be coming back because oh, I believe damn. he. I believe he is the one that let Khali know. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. he may be coming back, and he might do the induction. But uh, okay, yeah, we'll see. Oh, so um, I saw I saw something else, but this is take it with all the grains of salt because it, it also circled through David. So you know how I feel about this, and I'm sure we all <laughs> are on the same page about that. Uh, so Tessa Blanchard's husband. Uh, Daga, I know uh, his whole contract run up with uh, Impact, so there's talk about him potentially going to AEW. But again, it's David, so take it for what you will. Sometimes he'd be right, sometimes most of the time he's just full of shit, but I, I might be the only person who has no idea who you just talked. I, I know Tessa, but I have no idea who her husband is at all. Need to know basis. I need to know. <laughs> hey, listen. We got know. listeners, and I'm sure there are listeners that watch Impact and know exactly who that is. Oh yeah. Uh, I do not have any no, idea who Tessa Blanchard's husband is. I have never heard the name Daga before in my life, and normally I'm kind of like at least generally aware of people. So that tells you that she is, <laughs> even with her racist comments and shit. Clearly, far more talented than her husband is. I've I've heard of Daga. I haven't actually taken the time to watch because you know, TC is the resident Impact watcher. I that that goes beyond the limits of what I can do. I'm already conge- consuming so much as yep. it is. Yep. Impact yep. has some work to do to get me looking. I'm with you with that, man. I'm with you with that. And that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing right now, because this is really, I mean, minus the fact that my co-host is slacking hardcore right now, <laughs> a mega podcast. This is the first time Young Kings Wrestling representatives and Get Your Podcast representatives have been together with Smacking It Raw podcast representatives on a podcast. This is basically a super show. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, this is great, man. Like when I heard that uh, Reek was going to also be on here, I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, I hope Matt doesn't mind that I come on because this is cool. You know, like I think I got put on to you by uh, shout out to the Dirty Hills. Like, I think you guys were like on some Twitter thing and I saw you guys were on there. And then I saw that you guys were also following Smack and Raw, Smack uh, and Matt. 
So I was like, okay, I got to check these out, you know? And so, yeah, I've been listening, you know, ever since. Not a day one listener, kind of a new listener, but I'm listening, so. All I heard was, I got you guys, uh, I got you guys one listener. (laughs) That's what what I heard. That's that's the goal. We we get whatever we can take, man. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was... Like you think I'd have that queued up, but I actually had to like go back three seconds and then hope I played it at the right time, and I did. So I'm I'm kind of proud of myself. Man, it's all good. It's all gravy. Since we're gonna save Monday Night Raw for if whenever Vince shows up, uh, Justin, where do you want to start? NXT, SmackDown, or AEW? Man, let's start with NXT. Man, let's all right. Start with so, NXT. Uh, we agreed early on before we started the show that what I'll do is I'll do a quick rundown of every match and segment. And then uh, after I go through the whole card real quick, I'm going to ask Justin and Reek, you know, what did they swallow from this episode? And we'll talk about the stuff that they liked. And then we'll go into what they spit on this episode. And we'll talk about the shit that they didn't like. And if they didn't feel good or bad about it, we're just not going to talk about it because who the fuck cares? It doesn't make you feel something. Why talk about it? So that's going to be the format for this episode going forward. We're going to see how you guys like it. And if you guys like it and the listeners like it and I get good feedback, then we'll keep doing it. If you guys say this sucks, I want to hear Matt talk more. Then uh, we'll go back to me talking to you for two hours. <laughs> Whatever you want. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so we kicked it off. Uh, Zoe Stark and EO lose to Giant Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Uh, we got the Roderick Strong, uh, Kylo Riley segment, a Devlin promo, LA Knight losing to Bronson Reed, Karrion Cross defeating Oni Lorkin and the Finn Balor post-match promo. Uh, Kushida's promo to Devlin before their match. The gauntlet eliminator for the North American Championship number one contendership was announced. Uh, Walter defeated Drake Maverick and then the Ciampa segment afterwards. Pete Dunne stakes his claim in the Battle Royal. Ember and Shotzi defeat the Robert Stone brand. Cameron Grimes wants to buy the rights to Undisputed Era and I thought Roddy wanted a friend but apparently he didn't. Um, the way let Ember and Shotzi know that they want a title shot and when Devlin ends up defeating Kushida and then we got the run-in from Legato afterwards and then uh, we finish off with the Cole and O'Reilly face-to-face Justin what are you swallowing from NXT this week yo I'm, I'm swallowing most of the show especially okay. when you got Shotzi up on there right then you had the basically the teaser of stand and delivered right it's like it makes you get more hype, man. For real, like I'm looking forward to standing and deliver more than Mania, you know. So I'm really hype. I mean, the Kyle O'Reilly thing. I know we joked about it on our show, like you know, Kyle O'Reilly's acting like Edward Cullen from Twilight, you know, like mm-hmm. where's my friend at? Where's my friend? <laughs> like, but the build up to it, where he's coming to him in the uh, in the uh, the jujitsu gym, and their little back and forth. I mean, Adam Cole's intensity on the promos, man. You just like you just want to hit this dude, you know. So I'm swallowing everything. I like anything, everything about NXT. All right. So you're swallowing everything. You're not going to spit anything on NXT. I can't. There's too much to swallow. There's too much to swallow. What about you, Rick? Are you swallowing the whole show? I think so, honestly. Like, I, there, there, there's not much. Because, I mean, on, on a regular basis, NXT is always delivering. So, Word. but I mean, this week, I mean, it, it's, it's like Justin hit it on the head. Like, it, they're building a lot of excitement that's, on par or maybe even surpassing mania for for these two nights of takeover i mean this card both of them are looking stacked it's Mm -hmm. crazy right now 
this is mm-hmm. not how I planned for this to go at all. You guys are fucking me up big time. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, do you guys want to get into or talk any more in depth about uh, the tag team match, Zoe Stark and EO versus uh, Giant Gonzalez and Dakota Kai? I know TC is huge on Zoe Stark because she's from Vegas and he's in Vegas and Vegas, mm-hmm. Vegas, Vegas. Though, so, you know, <laughs> Chicago gets no love on your podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as far as I know, that is not intentional. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys want to talk more about that or that push? Or uh... I, I had I had one thing. Um, absolutely, when because I I, I presume it to be an inevitability when Miss Pardon My Back beats Io Shirai for the women's championship. I would imagine Io Shirai is probably going to go up to the main roster. Oh, look who it is. Oh, damn. <laughs> look at this man. Look at this spot right now, man. This man, this man flew, this man flew like... from Heaven's Gate. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Daddy Delgado is in the building about half an hour late. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to assume that this half an hour is held over from last week's dick appointment where you missed the last half hour of the show and had to leave. You were finishing up a week later, and that's why you were half an hour late. We're going to go with that. Matt knows me so well. That's how great of a co-host he is. Oh, he already <laughs> already knows. He's just one step ahead. He's one step ahead. Damn, man. So- it's crazy, man. I was lit- Vince, man, what's up, dude, man? Not the new much, crib man. looks great. You know, I, literally, I was, like, praying to Santa Nino, like, if you come here. And by the looks of it, bro, like, it really is, like, from heaven, homie. Santa uh, Clara it- gave me my wishes. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bright over here. I mean, the light is pretty nice. So I, I kind of tested it out earlier, and I, I like what we got going on so far over here. Oh, dope. So basically, we did a rundown of how we're going to do this show, and we're going to see what the feedback we get is. So I ran down all of NXT because Reek wanted to make sure we saved Monday Night Raw for when you were here. <laughs> I ran down the entire card. I asked Justin and Reek what they were swallowing, and they basically said the whole show. So we're just going to go back and hit every little segment and see, you know, what input they have. But the plan is to run down the show. I'll ask you guys what you're swallowing from the show, what you're spitting. If you're swallowing something, we'll talk about it. If, you know, Justin said, if Justin didn't mention something that you wanted to swallow, you got something, we'll get to you. We'll add it. We'll go through all the swallows and then we'll go through the spits. You disagree. You can spit what Justin's swallowing. You guys can snowball yeah. however you want to do it. Uh, and then anything that we don't cover just didn't elicit an emotion. So we just don't care about it. Sounds good. All right. So uh, Reek was just talking about Zoe Stark, Io Shirai, Giant Gonzalez, and Dakota Kai in their opening tag match. Yeah. Uh, so rudely interrupted <laughs> to announce that daddy's home, even though you didn't say it. I did say it. Say it here. Say it. At his home. That's better. At his home. You had to. You had to say. You had to say it low. You know, serenade y'all. That is home, man. <laughs> that is home. No way. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah. When when Miss Pardon My Back beats Io Shirai for the title, uh, I would imagine Io Shirai is probably gonna go up to the main roster because she doesn't have nothing else to do at NXT. But when that happens. I need to see her and Zoe Stark do some one-on-ones because mm-hmm. there, there's a lot there that they can work on. And like that, that just with those little segments they had in the match there, that, that was looking really good. Like they, right. they're put, they're putting the rocket on Zoe early mm-hmm. and, you know, once Raquel is champion and she's going to need a, a you know, fresh new crop of challengers that that's one to put right up at the top of the list. And that, that, her strength is terrifying. Like, 
that mm-hmm. she was carrying these chicks with one arm, putting eel through tables and slamming Zoe with one arm. Like, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm a big fan, too. I mean, obviously, fellow Mexican. So I, I love, you know, the representation down in NXT. Uh, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she's going to take that title off of EO just yet. What do you mean? If she doesn't beat EO, then what's the fucking point of doing all this? Don't get me wrong. I love EO Shirai. She needs to fucking lose. Because if she beats Raquel, then what the fuck are we doing? There's no one left. Literally no one left. And now you've wasted Raquel Gonzalez. You built her up, had her pin EO at war games. You did all of this as everyone tried to point out to me, even though I didn't give two fucks what they had to say. You had to give her that win in that tournament for the dusty cup. So she had that accolade going into this match. Why do all that? If she's going to fucking lose, I will, I will legit be pissed. If Io Shirai walks out champion. Oh, Matt is uh, genuinely it's, very passionate about this subject. But it, it, it's true. It's true because you don't want another another Oscar situation on your hands. Yeah. Oscar, yep. Oscar was was built to be undefeated for as long as she was. Io didn't come in with that same cachet that she did, but she just kept improving her game to the point where it's like, okay, she can have a long reign and nobody's going to complain. And we're not. But like he said, war games. She basically carried Dakota through the Dusty Cup. Like her, this has been her year going all the way back for the past several months. If you're gonna do this, she has to have it. And you waited until WrestleMania weekend to do it. She's gonna win the title. I think and it's made Yeah, I think the only way it doesn't happen is if they do a screwy finish or mm. with Dakota Kai in yeah. the in the yeah. picture. Then they circle back to the title for Gonzalez mm-hmm. down the line. I think that's the only way. You can maybe feasibly get yourself out of that situation. Not Don't do that. Don't fucking tells. do that. Do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look how he's crunching his fist. He's so as, mad. As we said, don't get me wrong. I love Asuka's run, and it was historic. Asuka handicapped Ember Moon. Yes. Ember Moon should yep. have been the one to beat. Yep. Exactly. I was just going to say that. That yep. would have put Oscar, or that would have put Ember Moon on the map and given mm-hmm. her a lot more momentum in her run yep. on the main roster. Yep. By yep. not letting her beat Asuka and having Asuka retire undefeated and move up, it made Ember not look worthy enough mm-hmm. of hitting that. Do, no, no, that but step. do you remember how that happened? Asuka got injured and was called up like soon thereafter after she relinquished the title. So it was the injury that took away that opportunity from Ember Moon. They were building up for that eventual win. But I believe Asuka was going up regardless. Yeah. And they just did it while she was injured because she was injured. And they're like, well, we got to fucking do it. So I don't no, think like, I, I think let Ember, Ember beat her. Yeah. No, no. Ember was being groomed to be here for sure. Yeah. And uh, Raquel's being groomed to beat EO. So let's fucking do it and not risk an injury and fuck this up. Right. You're grooming right. that back. Thank you. Grooming thank that you back. for agreeing with me, Vince. I appreciate <laughs> that. All right. We got to move on from this. Uh, you guys want to talk about. So. Roddy basically goes to Kyle and he's like, hey, like, we're still friends, right? Let's go beat up Adam together. And fucking Kyle's like, listen, uh, there is no us. This is me and Adam shit. So get the fuck on. And poor Roddy <laughs> looked all dejected and hurt. Like, he just wanted a friend. He just wanted to be part of the group. And Kyle's like, no, 
This is an AB conversation. See the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, for real, man. I feel about bad you. for Roddy. Push this so shit to the side. Listen, Put him to the listen, side, man. Listen, Roddy's smart because he knows once they completely unhitch from him, it's over for him. Him and Bobby, you, y- y- y'all, we all watch Fresh Prince here. You, you remember the episode when he walked in the house and it was empty? Mm-hmm. That's Bobby already. It's about to be Roddy, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean... He got to do something at this point. Oh, man. It's, it's over. Well, I mean, I, I have uh, Roddy's chances are a little bit higher than Bobby Fish. I don't know what the fuck Bobby Fish is going to do without Undisputed Era. They could go back and do Red Dragon again. They could no, go back and do Red Dragon. I don't think they will. Now, later on in the night, my man, Cameron Grimes, rolled up to Roddy. Trying to be that friend, trying to be that guy that he needed, that he wanted. He's like, I see you're hurting, man. I got some money. We'll buy Undisputed Era. We'll rebrand it. We'll oh. do this together. I got you. And Roddy just punched him in the face and walked out. And that was rude and hurtful and unnecessary. Like, all your friends left you. This one nice person came up and put his hand out. You just slapped him in the face? What the fuck, Roddy? That, that the fuck? Was, it, was, it was stupid is what it was. Because Grimes is... Say what you want to, to the say, moon. About him, dude. Grimes is over <laughs> with, with his new gimmick. With his new gimmick, he's over, and he's getting money. Why would you like? Yeah, think about it for a second, bro. Come on. You know what? It's in the heat of the moment. He was upset about it. He Get wasn't up. thinking rationally. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty yep. sure he's gonna wake up tomorrow. He's gonna be like, God damn, I should have, I should have taken that opportunity right there. I should have taken up Cameron Grimes on that offer. I mean, he's still loyal. Bobby's still loyal to the friendship, to the camaraderie, to the brotherhood. He doesn't want to let it go. So he doesn't want to let it go. It's foreshadowing. He's crying. So here's what here's what I see happening. When when Travis and I get into a fight and the Smack and Raw podcast breaks up, Vince is gonna be Cameron Grimes and he's gonna go to Travis and be like, Travis, we can rebrand Smack and Raw, we can make this work. And Travis is gonna punch poor Vince in the face, metaphorically. Oh, no. And shun him out of pain, and we're not going to get that beautiful thing that could be a Travis Vince podcast. Oh, the dynamic would be Man. very interesting, by the way. They, they, it's not even going to get that far because the second Vince <laughs> tries to reach out and have a conversation, Travis is going to mute the whole thing. So it's not even going to get that far. Uh, we also had the Devlin, and we had the uh, Kushida promos talking about each other, talking about Santos, which led to. Devlin defeating Kushida. Uh, Legato tries to stop Devlin, but uh, ends up costing Kushida the match, who then goes and just beats the shit out of Raul Mendoza and uh, the other guy whose name is slipping me at the moment. Joaquin uh, Wild. Yeah, Joaquin Wild. Joaquin, Joaquin Wild, um, yeah. This leads to a stare down between Escobar, the other Santos, not the one we got on here, and devlin and then wonky ass old ass hbk who it just hurts me every time i gotta see this motherfucker on my screen because every time he walks out he looks poorer and poorer and i feel bad for him you know he's got the he's got the loose mom jeans on his hair's all unkempt yeah one eye, one eye is looking at his wrist one eye is looking at the ring oh, man. he grabs the ladder i'm surprised he even saw it Slides in the <laughs> ring and basically says, hey, remember that one time at WrestleMania 10, which you guys can hear about on Young Kings Wrestling's latest WrestleMania bracket, hey, because hey. that was actually a decent pick, unlike WrestleMania 6. Uh, <laughs> or the fact that WrestleMania 25 got left off. Anyway, neither here nor there. 
Remember, I did that ladder match that one time for the IC titles. Why don't you guys do that? Do the same thing, but without actually saying anything. So I guess, I mean, I felt like this match needed it. Like, this match needed, like, you have that history. This, they're two cruiserweights. These guys are going to tear it down. This needed to be a ladder match from the get-go anyway. Uh, I don't think it needed it, but I love that they added it. To me personally, because and also the visual of being able to bring down both straps from uh, from wherever the the title's gonna be suspended, <laughs> like perfect. They they'll be like Santos those straps or like they, yes Devlin those straps. You know, there you go. Santos those straps is what Justin does for side money. <laughs> that is a completely different thing from what we were talking about, Vince. And I thought we talked about not bringing that up on the podcast. Like we were. I'm sorry. You know that. what? Listen, no, bring it up, man. Bring it up. I need I, my business needs to come back up, yo. My business needs to come back up. It was there it was go. it was going down like how I usually go down. So I need to go back up. I need to go back well, up. You can find that at uh, Get Your Dose Straps on OnlyFans. OnlyFans slash Get Your Dose Straps. Oh wow! There you go. There you go. Uh, for an extra so, dollar, Charlie will be there too. For an extra dollar, Charlie will be there too. He won't Shout do anything. He'll Charlie. just be in the frame. He'll, He'll just, just be in the frame. frame. Just like, just like, just like that. <laughs> I, I, oh, do, I do oh, feel man. bad for HBK when I see him, but it is also nice having him give that, you know, stamp of approval on this. Hey, you guys go do what we did. It is also still WrestleMania weekend. It is NXT, but it is still Mania weekend. So it's almost like NXT's Mania. So is it is it technically in the weekend since it's going to be midweek? And then 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 I'm off that entire week. I am off from Good Friday through WrestleMania. That is one ten day weekend for me, Vince. That's what it is. It, it is my WrestleMania is. weekend. It pretty much is. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going on. I'm going on wrestling spring break. <laughs> there you go. Titties out all week. Hey, I was about to ask where the titties coming. Now you you beat me right to it. What you got, Reek? Yeah, I, I, I like this. I would have, if I was, you know, looking at it to book, I would have gone with the tag team title match. I, actually, I predicted that these three teams would be in the match, but I thought it was going to be a ladder match. But if we're not doing that, this this makes the most sense to have it for the Cruiserweight title. And honestly, I think it'll probably steal the show when uh, I think they're on, what, night one or night two? I think they're on night one. Yeah. yeah they're on that, one of the nights. They're on one of them. <laughs> They're on yeah, LA Knights. No, LA Knights. I don't. I, I hate that name. I hate well, that. <laughs> let's talk about it because do you guys want to talk about LA Knight taking his loss to Bronson Reed after his big debut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Then. Go for it. Nah, man. Uh, is is this just a waste of time? Why why make this whole commotion about LA Knight just to judge, just to lose to Bronson Reed, man? Well, no, I think nothing against Bronson Reed, but all this hype, all this commotion from Bronson and from mm-hmm. Bronson Reed loss. I to be you. fair, oh, I, I look at him. I look at him kind of like the Miz, where I feel like he's supposed to be a lot more talk and a lot less action. Like he's going to be yeah. one of those heels that mm-hmm. talks a big game but doesn't back it up. He's probably going to take a lot of L's. Uh, that's what the L and LA Knight's going to stand for is all those losses he's going to take, but he's not going to stop talking shit while he does it. He's going to get himself over through his promos, and he's probably going to be that guy that takes a lot of L's in the process. I think. I, he, I was uh, gonna, no, go go ahead. Go I, ahead I was going to say that. I was going to say that too because I'm like, you know, it, it's the the talk about him is that you know he's better in promos than he is in wrestling, and it's like, okay, well, he talks a big game, but I, I think you know in this match he kind of showed that you know he's he's pretty damn decent, you know, and he might he might even get better. 
So I can, it's kind of a win-win. Like he can take a bunch of L's and look good, or he can eventually, you know, flip the script a little bit. But as long as you got good promos to match up, it's a full package. So screw it. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with the name. I just, I see him and I hear Eli Drake. I can't 100. do LA Knight. It's not, it's not happening for me. Or, or at least why didn't they let him do like Eli Knight or something? You know, like, oh, okay. Well, LA Knight sounds like Eli Knight. I think that was the point. No, yeah. stop. Oh, well, LA Knight, Eli Knight. They they, okay. they they sound similar. But what kind of first name is LA? Like like it's like, initials. It's true. Like AJ, well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, AJ, but you know, we kinda all know what it stands yeah, for. Yeah, like yeah. Alan and AJ just that just sounds like an actual name. Like nobody names their child LA. Like nobody. I do, I do have a little bit of news for you guys. Um yeah. I from a very good source. Over on Pornhub, I was told that LA Night stands for licking ass night. Well, if that's the way the he case, delivered it too with all I the like seriousness that. in the world. I like <laughs> you really trying to sell us on that. He really trying to sell us on that. Uh we got cross defeat and Oni Lorkin. Okay, fine. Uh <laughs> what's important is Finn Balor comes out and starts talking about demons, yep. about his demons. And overcoming his demons. And that tells me that we are looking at seeing the demon, which I have been saying for weeks needs to happen. And my co-host, who is coming to us live from heaven right now, has been <laughs> fighting me on. Now I see, because you are in heaven, why you have an issue with the demon, Finn Balor. <laughs> he is your mortal enemy as an angel. I get it. I'm no angel. But you know what? <laughs> I... I, I've been, I, I've been, you know, like, I've been understanding with people that say they don't need to, put, to bring the demon out. I get that, but you got to think about two things. Number one, the last time we saw the demon was the WrestleMania with fans. That was almost two years ago. Mm. It doesn't come out much, and his thing in, in Takeover was he would always bring it out, right? But the second thing is that this is about Karrion Cross because he's obviously going to go over. That's the plan here. If you want to make a statement on the second night of TakeOver, you have Karrion Cross, who still hasn't taken a loss yet, defeat the Demon for the NXT Championship. He becomes that much bigger of a star on NXT, that much bigger of a heel because he beat the Demon. You can't lose. That sounds really familiar. So... <laughs> Rick just likes to copy your ideas after he listens to the show. Oh, no, 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 no. You are not going to insult the Nature Ask Boy Katie. like that. Ask Katie. I said it in the chat two days ago when she was doing the NXT recap. Well, technically, I said it last week. So I Copy. You know, the I, copy. Uh, but that's not here nor there. What, what, what just happened here was what they call great minds. Great minds think alike, Vince. I, I love the idea. Trust me, I do. I just don't think you throw the demon out there on the first match. I think you t you get him the regular Finn against Karen Cross. Cross beats Balor. Balor wants to get his rematch, takes it to the next level, and still loses. That puts him over. Not only was he able to put down like the regular Finn Balor that er he's that's been running rush shot through NXT right now, who's probably the best version of like regular man Balor there's ever been. And then you have him beat the demon later on. I think you build up to the demon. You can't just go ahead and do it. If they bust out the demon, I'm more inclined to believe that Finn Balor retains the title. 
That's just the mm. way I see it. And that's what they want you to think. If they bust out the demon, they want you to believe Finn is going over. So when Cross goes over, poof, holy shit. And if it then, happens, look, if it happens, that'd be freaking dope. I'm Finn just Balor versus uh, Walter. Do not delay that either by going to a second takeover. Let Walter fight Ciampa. Let Finn lose the Carrion. I don't think that's Finn versus Walter, because that was the plan before COVID. That's where we were going. That's what we were going to get was Finn Balor versus Walter. And I had never been more excited for a Finn Balor match since he had left NXT than I was for Finn Balor Walter. And COVID just fucked us. No lube, too. No lube. (laughs) Stole that from me. Eyes open. Eyes open. Hurt my soul to see that. It did. Um, you guys got it. Justin, you got anything to add? Well, hold on. So, like, um, so they are going to be night two, right? I believe yeah. so. Yes, main event okay. night two. That makes sense for all the other matches to be night one because them motherfucking entrances is going to be like ten minutes long. I do for have Scarlet, to say- for Scarlett Bordeaux to be doing her little poetry slam rhyme coming to the ring, and then Finn <laughs> Balor doing the. I mean, I just hope they have enough, you know hydro smoke pyro smoke for that arena for that for those two matches man i really hope they let gonzalez and eo do night one's main event and balor and cross do night twos and Uh, no i think they confirmed that is that confirmed yeah yeah it's confirmed that eo versus uh gonzalez are going to be the main event for night one yeah yeah it is yeah so unlike main roster they're confirming their fucking main events from the jump yeah I, i i think i think we have ours now i'm pretty sure after tonight, uh, Gauntlet Eliminator. Yep. How do you guys feel about it? I was confused at first. I still don't fully <laughs> I, understand it. So I was too, because I thought they said it was going to be like a 10 man battle royal. And then they said it was a yeah. Gauntlet Eliminator. And then Pete Dunn said he was going to do his thing in the battle royal, but it, he's in the Eliminator. And I, so what I know is there is a 10 man Gauntlet match that is going to take place. And the winner of that match will face the North American champion and Johnny Gargano was not happy about it and came up with about 40 scenarios to get his ass out of this and how we should be doing this. And William Regal was not having it, which is why I love me some William Regal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, 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 it is confusing, but I think, I think I got, it's, it's actually, it's 12 feet, 12 guys. And once they narrow it down to the last to, to six, so half of them are going to go and the last six that are there are going to be in a gauntlet match. And whoever oh. wins the gauntlet match goes to the face Johnny. That's so gotcha. weird. No, it, so, it is. It, it's, it's fucked up. Like a three stages of hell type of thing. So <laughs> I, I, you you, you almost got to, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're the, what it's going to be next week, it's going to be the bat, the 12 man battle Royal. And once it yeah, comes yeah, down yeah. to the last six, those six are going to eliminate each other to determine the order entry in the gauntlet match, which is going to be gauntlet eliminator, which is going to be on night one. Then the winner of that goes to night two against Johnny. So next week yeah. we're going to have the battle Royal and then, and then like the final six are going to be in the gauntlet eliminator. And then the order in which they get eliminated determines the order in which they come into the gauntlet eliminator at takeover night one. Yeah. Convoluted is all fuck. It's yeah. like, it's like half Royal Rumble, half Elimination Chamber, all to get to a title match. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Why did you make that shit hard like that? Like, just having a gauntlet match or Royal Rumble. But, but okay, but here, why is Johnny Gargano mad? Like, all these people got to kill themselves 
and then he just has to face them. They'll be tired. You know what I'm saying? Because he said like, chicken shit heal, Justin, and he just yeah. likes to moan and complain. Yeah. Yeah, That's it, right. I forgot about that. I forgot. It's, you know, it's playing up. It's playing up to his character perfectly because only mm-hmm. he could claim that he has a disadvantage when the person that wins has to go through all of that shit. Yeah, yes. Yeah. To go and face him the next night, but he's at a disadvantage. Yo, yo, Regal calling him out. I was like, "Why are you wearing your title?" He's like, "Do you wear it everywhere?" I'm like, "Yes, of course I wear it everywhere. I'm the champion." I fucking love Johnny Max. So he's so extra. From a chicken shit heel to a dominant heel, we have Walter defeating Drake Maverick. I don't think anyone thought this was going to go any other way than it went. None of that matters, though, because after that match, Ciampa comes down and says, you know what? I misspoke. I said I wanted you, but it's not really you I want. It's that title that I'm interested in. Mm. He lays down Mm. the challenge. It looks kind of like Walter declined at first, but then they lay a three-man beatdown and the match got confirmed. They ripped the dog tags off Tommaso Ciampa's neck, and I have never seen someone so upset to have their chain taken. And we know that is a disrespectful thing. You don't steal a man's chain. I mean, he is from Milwaukee. You know, he is, that's the suburban Chicago. So I'm, I'm assuming the, the rules kind of apply with the whole chain snatching thing. That man cried. He fought. He struggled and got beat down. I think I think that's like that. That was like really a, something from his daughter or something like that. Uh-huh. that, that so. The dog tags. The dog tags. Whatever it is around his neck. Mm. I, from I heard like that's something like that his daughter made or something like that. So it was like uh, okay. really. That was a good way to draw some heat. Mm. Yeah. Them shops though. Yeah. Them shops. Dude. That, I saw. I saw. <laughs> so I saw they, they they posted a video of him doing it in slow motion, and it literally sounds like a gunshot. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is just frightening, and I, I expected I expected him to to you know the size difference between him and Drake. I expected him to chop Drake in the forehead and turn him into a literal matchstick. I wanted to see that. I feel like like we talk about CT now. Years from now, we're going to talk about <laughs> Kofi chest syndrome, and this is oh, slaps from Walter yes. is how we're going to yep. get Kofi chest syndrome. That's how it's created. Those those Walter Uh, chaps. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Ember Moon and Shotzi defeat the Robert Stone brand, but it's not just the Robert Stone brand. Jesse Kamehameha is unable to compete. They convince Mercedes Martinez to take that spot. She takes their money, says this Mm -hmm. is just half. I want the rest after the match. Aaliyah's all excited that she's got a partner. Robert's like, I'm fucking broke. That was all I had. I can't pay her the rest. <laughs> Didn't have to. Lost the match. Post-match, The Way says, if you guys really want some competition, come to us. Mm. The Fire Pit, which is what Ember and Shotzi are calling themselves. I like that. Love it. Lay down that they will fight them anywhere at any time. And Candace says, all right, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this on our time on our stage how have they in three weeks made the nxt women's tag team titles leagues more important than the main roster tag team titles that have been around for two years now you they put some effort into it oh the effort the effort they they had established teams established teams already before the before the titles came out so but the one thing I gotta say before you guys go into the um, talking about this is that I'm glad that 
the Aaliyah Roberts throw brand matches are done because I've been looking for a resolution the whole time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. See, that's why I love you guys because I will <laughs> subtly drop Aaliyah uh, song quotes mm-hmm. here or there. And I feel like it just mm-hmm. flies over people's heads sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes they just have to dust their off and try again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I got you. You know, sometimes you just can't always go back, back, forth, and forth. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not. I, I, I tell you, it's not working with Aaliyah. I, I don't. I just. I don't. Has it ever worked with Aaliyah? Oh. He, and I, I feel bad for Robert Stone because, like, it, it really it could work for that guy if if only he had somebody like he has been the same since Chelsea Green. Right. I was gonna say mm. that ever since she left his ass. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, I want I want to see Mercedes Martinez like get her shine now again. Yep. Since yep. El's El's gonna be moving on, I would expect after this. I want to see her get into that title picture. Like she's in her forties now. She don't have that much time to be wasting in bullshit like this. One hundred. How often are you guys on Facebook? Never. Okay. <laughs> if you guys notice that there is like a video section on Facebook, you can click it and they just play random videos. Okay. Have you, have you scrolled through there and seen that they have full length? Well, not full length. They have edited pornos in the Facebook videos where they just take out all the sex. It's all just like the other scenes besides the porno, and then like right when it's about to get to the sex, they just switch to another scene and they cut the shit off. So, in other words, all the bad acting in pornos. Yes, it's just compilations of like a porn movie but it's just like the scenes in the movie minus the right set. right that's right. what the robert stone brand and chelsea green <laughs> vignettes were and i miss them so very very much those are basically like charm episodes yeah basically yeah. <laughs> i miss them so very very much they they were funny though i'm not gonna lie that was a lot of material for us but yeah that they, they were funny yeah uh, yeah, I, I think they did a disservice to not only Chelsea Green, but to Robert Stone by splitting them up because they haven't really done anything with Chelsea Green. Granted, I know she's been injured, but I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of like a lot of stuff left on the table with that pair. Yep, yep. Keep an eye on the Pulse Mania shows because she is cleared officially. They, they saw her backstage last Friday on SmackDown and somebody else, too. I forget who. Um, oh, Santana Garrett. But, um, oh, oh yeah. Spirit. So post so post mania shows we might steer. I mean, right. but like I think they both need a refresher in that one's division. Oh yeah, easily. Last but not least, Cole and O'Reilly face to face. Cole was blind, but now he sees. Undisputed era held him back. Kyle O'Reilly is a lap dog. All his success is due to Cole. Um, Adam is the undisputed era, and Kyle O'Reilly fires back with the "Well, I'm a better person than you." <laughs> well uh all right okay that, that was the face to face is kyle o'reilly's like i am the undisputed era you guys were holding me back i didn't know it then but i know it now and adam cole's like yeah that's great but at the end of the day i'm a better person yeah you're not a better dresser than adam cole but you oh hell you are no. a better person congratulations um... He Kyle O'Reilly reminds me when that promo started, like he just might remind me of like them Christian kids, you know, like the church kids trying to look tough. And they're like, you know what? I'm still a better person than you. You know, nothing wrong with like the church kids. I'm a church kid myself, but like you, you know what I mean. You know, they've been trying to push too hard. Yeah. It's like, calm down, calm down, you know. 
I, I, I was with him until he said, I, I'm a better person. Like, I, you were Dude, a better you person. Dude, like, you tried to hit him with your car last week. How are you a better person? But I'm saying, I'm, thank I'm just, you. Like, so, so, you. so you're a better person just in the last couple months. So, you mean Finn Balor beat your ass into kindness? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're telling me? Beat your ass so hard, you decided to be nice. Like, I, I, I also feel like you guys were really excited for this until I laid it out like that. And after I did that, you guys were like, well, shit. When you put it like that. No, no, Ashley. I, think <laughs> I saw I it on Reek's face. Like, I saw Reek's disappointment as I finished. Like, man, I really, fuck. Beast into kindness. <laughs> beat him into kindness. No, honestly, like, I was going to come into the podcast and actually talk about my I don't know if I'm feeling babyface Kyle O'Reilly. I was feeling him during like the Finn Balor stuff, but in this promo, like this whole feud with Adam Cole, he just kind of sounds lame. You don't, you don't uh, like the jean vest and the, there's something about no. Larry Harris. Nelson, man, Nelson, dude, looking like he just came from a good Charlotte concert. <laughs> right? No, seriously, for seriously. real, right? Yeah. He's just missing the patches and shit. You know, the, like he just came like from the, Blink One Eighty Two. You know, listen to I'm, Blink One Eighty Two. He looks like a teenager. Yes, like, I'm dude. not. I'm not with that. The, the jizz gel in his hair, like. Oh you know, yes, like, dude. Yes, no, you, you said gotta, it. You, you gotta, yep. You got the gag zooks, gag zooks. Look him up. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not with that. Now I will say this: this is absolutely the route they needed to go. As soon as I saw that whole thing with them, like. And trying to run him over, I'm like, they gotta make it as an unsanctioned match. So that's absolutely the route to go, and it's gonna be, it, it's gonna be hard to grade matches on, on in any of these takeovers because this shit is gonna be so crazy. But um, yeah, I think honestly, I I do believe that Adam Cole is gonna turn Kyle into a star. Whether or not he can maintain the star is a whole different ballgame. Because again, <laughs> the way we're starting it, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, Cole is gonna do everything he can, which obviously that goes to show for something. Yeah, right. Look, right. At what, look at what he did for for um, what's his name, Pat McAfee. Yep. Pat, yep. I will say this, Reek. I will not be available for night one WrestleMania recap, but I should be available for night two. Um, I will have company staying the night for night one. Uh, so I can't just be like, hey, fuck you guys. I gotta go do a podcast. But I will be there for night That's two. That's what I do. So. <laughs> Uh, you may have to get it. You may have to get another resident co-host over there. Uh, let Mr. Fontaine know if he doesn't hear this episode by then. Um, I am looking forward to grading this though with the smack and a raw typical eggplant emoji grades instead of the star rating. So you guys can look forward to that on Twitter at Matt Ritter. There's Adam A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Um, overall, guys, we all agree we're swallowing NXT, correct? Yeah, yeah, 100. Sure. All right, 100. Reek, where do you want to or Justin, you picked NXT, right? Yeah, I picked. Reek, where do you want to go next? Uh, let's hit AEW. All right. So on AEW, we saw Kenny Omega defeat Matt Seidel. John Silver prepare for his match against Hangman, or I'm sorry, prepare for his match against Darby Allen. Um, Hangman seemed not to care. Um, Hangman defeats Cesar, uh, Cesar Benoni. Wow, I'm fucking up already. Uh, Lance Archer talking okay. about Sting's bat. Britt Baker's interview. Christian talking to Pillman Jr., uh, then we got the six-man tag Pinnacle defeating Pillman Jr. and his friends. Um, and then Tony interview with the Pinnacle. Team Taz saying they're okay, but they clearly aren't. Uh, QT Marshall's frustrated and wants a match with Cody Rhodes, and we all care why. <laughs> and then uh, the Lucha Bros and the Laredo Kid defeat the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. And last but not least, Darby Allen retains his title against John Silver. Justin, what are you swallowing? 
from AEW, if anything? Uh, none of this. Well, none okay, there's only one. I mean, one match I will swallow is the uh, El Dorado and Phoenix and Pentagon match with the <laughs> Trump Bucks. Um, those people, I will swallow that match. But <laughs> as far as everything else, no, nah, this is a straight up uh, a spit for me. All right, so you are you are swallowing Lucha Bros and the Laredo Kid defeating the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler, who didn't need to be there. Uh, Omega attacks the Laredo Kid afterwards, and then uh, Kenny cuts a promo, and he's like, I chose you guys. I could have gone basically to WWE, but I didn't. I chose you guys. I didn't choose AEW. Now you have your chance. Pick me back. Again, another, I just want friends. And he goes and puts up the two sweet and they turn their back on him and they leave. And then he gets fucked up by the Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid and the Good Brothers, who are supposed to be his friends, were jerking each other off or taking a shit or doing something. Took fucking forever to get down there and make the save. Left their man bloody. This is the champion you were supposed to be protecting. Mm-hmm. You just let him get fucked up. Mm. They came out so late, too. I mean, like, so damn late. near. The damn near, like it was like basically the show was over. And then, well, did you see the way they ran? They like, took longer like... than QT Marshall last. <laughs> they they call him Machine Gun Carl Anderson for a reason. He had to fire off that load. Like oh wow, they had, they had to finish into Luke Gallows' mouth. Yeah, I, I'm about to say. Yeah. I thought I thought he had a hot Asian wife for that. I guess he's going both ways. <laughs> yeah, there was no happy ending last night. <laughs> no, no, nope. Oh man! <laughs> and why does AEW? Why does AEW always have to end like that? Like a huge ass brawl? You know well, what I'm we'll, saying? We'll like that, that that was a different match. So oh, okay, okay, hold okay, on, okay, hold okay. Hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Rick, you got anything else from the show you want to uh, So I, I got, I got first half. I'm, I, I was swallowed. First half of it, yeah. Second half, spit it, cause uh, yeah, like, like that, that that just that got sour to it, cause. The Matt Seidel, um Kenny Omega match, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. That was very fucking good. The okay. Britt Baker promo was absolutely fire because, you know, as we done talked about already, she is the star in the women's division on AEW. It's not a question or debate about it. Uh, that, that that whole QT Marshall and uh, Cody promo, I, I wasn't feeling it, but I, I feel like that it's, it's planting the seeds of Cody saying, you know what? He's gonna turn around and just beat the shit out of QT Marshall. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it will happen, but I, I feel like he'd be doing the Lord's work in that case. Oh wow! Yeah, oh wow! Of course. <laughs> but it's like he, he's he's playing it cool, like oh yeah, I'm not gonna hurt you or this, this that, and the third. But I feel like he's gonna beat the shit out of him in that. So here's my thing. I I'm oh, actually okay. spitting that segment because this man is out here talking about. Everyone says that I'm only here because of Cody Rhodes' friend. I'm the hard. I'm like, dude, you've done nothing but been on dark. Yeah, like if, if you're on, you have been Dustin Rhodes's bitch and been on dark. What great achievements are you getting for being Cody Rhodes' friend that people are coming to you and being like, you only got that because you're Cody Rhodes' friend? Like, you got nothing mm-hmm. at all. 100. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I was not feeling that whatsoever. So, Reek is swallowing it. I am spitting it. I will say, I do swallow that Britt Baker interview. Her going in on Mick Foley being taken 20 years to be a hardcore legend. She's mm-hmm. like, I was a hardcore legend after one night. Uh, how she's the face of the company, telling all the fans and everyone, I don't need your praise. I always knew I was this good. I don't need any of you kissing my ass. I absolutely love that as well. Uh, Kenny Omega, Matt Seidel. Eh, like, it was a good match. I just, 
Kenny Omega's matches for as much hype as I heard about Kenny Omega, best bout machine. Like I expect Matt. every time he gets in the ring to have my mind blown, and I am left <laughs> flaccid as fuck every yeah. time. Matt, would you uh, would you call his matches mid at best? Ooh, ooh, Kenny Omega is my Sheamus. Yes, I started as far as in ring as far as in ring content from AEW because I have only seen one New Japan match and that was against Jericho and I honestly wasn't very impressed by that match either from what I heard. That's Jericho's fault. There was a lot of hype going into that match and I watched it and I'm like, I don't feel like this is special. It's just skinny tables and a bunch of people in the crowd wearing face masks. Other than that, it's a match that I could have seen between Chris Jericho and Seth Rollins or anyone else. This is not another level like they say he is. I could have got that match out of Chris Jericho from anyone else. Hold on, real quick. Justin, do you know about the the mid at best shit? Oh, of course. I listen to you guys show. Of course I do. All right, all right. Because we'll get there when we get to Raw. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Because I I was like, we got to save it for the end anyway. But yeah, all right. I just wanted to make sure. But um, Uh, I got you. I got you all. I got you all. Um, yeah, but like you can't, you, people can't like they, they they'll tell you you know this this dude is this that and the third. I've never held Kenny Omega in that high regard, even though people would talk about him like that. I'm like, listen, the guy is great and he can go, but as far as everyone like like now they call him the wrestling god. Like I don't know, no, I've That's never JBL. saw him like that. I, that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> But um, yeah, I've I, I've never saw him that way. Like I, I refuse to let people hype the any of these wrestlers more than they really are. Honestly. Right, I feel you. I like what yeah. he's been doing storyline wise and the interpromotional stuff and the idea of him challenging the impact shit. Like that stuff, I enjoy. His in ring matches do not blow me away like they seem to blow Meltzer and everyone else away. And I just, um, yeah. Vince, no one are you- asked for Meltzer's opinion. True. And, and, true. And, 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 and you know what? I'm going to say this too. I'm going to oh. say this too. Um, I appreciate that they have, you know, he, Kenny has fully embraced this, this 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 heel role with absolute, you know, emphasis. I do not appreciate them having Justin Roberts acknowledge the Wrestling Observer on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't give a shit about anything the Wrestling Observer says. But technically that adds, that adds to his heel. Like, because you hate Meltzer, now you hate Kenny because Meltzer's praising Kenny and Justin Roberts is shoving that in your face. I just I just I, want to see somebody skull fuck Meltzer <laughs> and Alvarez at the same time until they die. But that's a weird porn fetish there. Justin, it's you're going to need a some inches for that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Um, well, I, are me... you swallowing anything else from the show, Vince? Uh, well... I, I was going to mention the six-man tag with Lucha Bros, because obviously, but I don't want to swallow the same load as Justin. I do want to go... We can all swallow the same load. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't want to swallow that load right now. You know, it's already been in Justin's mouth. I don't want any... Second. It's warm, man. It's warm. No, it's, it's okay. It's okay. No, no, no. It's warming up in Chicago. I don't need it. Uh, I will <laughs> swallow that Pinnacles uh, promo. I mm-hmm. thought it was great, especially from FTR's Part, they really delivered on their promo and you know mjf is mjf but really big shout out to ftr them boys can cut some promos after the pinnacle defeated pillman jr and friends and that's what i'm gonna refer to them as and friends because i don't give a <laughs> fuck about the other two um 
Pillman gets tossed by Wardlow, and then uh, Tony interviews the Pinnacle, and MJF basically, you know, after you said the great FTR part, uh, MJF calls out Jericho in the inner circle, and Tony's like, well, you know they're not here, and Wardlow gets a little intimidating to Tony. And they're like, excuse me? Back the fuck up, Tony. What are you here for? <laughs> um, I enjoyed it, too. I MJF is a great promo. He is a great heel. They're, even when you want to like the guy, he has a way of just making you not like him like yes that is very rare in the wrestling business he is one of those heels that back in the territory days people would have been chasing into the parking lot with knives and broken beer mm -hmm. bottles trying mm -hmm. to stab uh you don't get that anymore there are not a lot of guys out there that are willing to get real heat so once i saw him flip off a child at a signing that that was it for me like did Dude is the one of the best heels you could possibly imagine. Because if you if you got that much gumption to flip off a child, you you have a natural talent for making people hate you, and that that's all you can ask for. The only other thing we haven't talked about that I want to swallow is uh, Christian Frankie Kazarian. Um, <laughs> I'm general. I, I'm so I don't know if you guys remember, but Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian said that going forward, if they ever lose a match they are going to retire. The first yeah, match yeah. they lose, they're done. Now, I'm very curious is if that's tag team only or singles and if they're actually going to hold up that or if they're just going to pretend like WWE does sometimes that no one ever said mm -hmm. that it didn't happen. But um, Kazarian, can, <laughs> Kazarian can go, and I don't think there's anyone better for on that roster as far as a veteran goes for Christian to have a match with and – tear it down in his first match than Frankie Kazarian. So I'm actually excited for that match to see Great. what they can do and see what Christian can do in AEW, you know, outside of a Royal Rumble in a regular singles match. And like I said, there's no one better than Frankie to do it with. So I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm all for that too. It, you could definitely see that like one person has been in front of the camera their whole life and one person has never been in the camera in front of their whole life. <laughs> because when that segment started, Christian was doing this this stance so that you could see the whole body when the camera's there. And Frankie Kazarian was literally like, so Christian, what do you want to do? Like, <laughs> dude, like, you need to, the camera needs to see you, man. You know, like, so, but other than that, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of interested to see where, the, where this goes, where this goes. I like that you pointed that out, Justin, because that's that's something that I feel like a lot of the roster in AEW is lacking. Say what you will about WWE, they train you to like be on camera. Yep. And having yep. guys like Paul White, having guys like Christian, and even guys like Sting, like take say what you will about all these guys being signed. Like they will teach all these other dudes that hey, do this. This mm -hmm. is gonna enhance the promo. On the other hand. Yes. They also intentionally poke fun at WWE, WWE for shit like Ugh. that, where you will see WWE people standing backstage watching a screen and they're like facing you and they're not really looking at the screen, but there's like nobody stands in front of a TV and watches it the way WWE wrestlers stand in front of yeah. a monitor and watch a match mm -hmm. so that you can see them. The Young Bucks will intentionally watch a match on a screen like a normal fucking person would watch a match on a screen. And I feel like it's right. an intentional thing. I don't think that's just a lapse. I think like they're doing that. Okay. Thing, like, and I think Jericho even pointed out like nobody stands that way. Why would you stand that way? So, 
<laughs> Jericho is like the biggest tryhard for the indie wrestlers, man. He'd be trying <laughs> to act like he's such a he's he'd be trying to act like he's with them and shit. Trying to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, shut your ass up, man. You know where you came from. Stop pretending like you know what I'm saying, like you you're like with them, dude. You 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 already made man. You're you're trying he's like a tryhard, he's stage fight clinger, man. He's a stage fight clinger. Now, Justin, I know I know you wanted to spit that brawl at the end because AEW ends every show in a brawl. It yeah. seems like um, I do. I do think that the Darby Allen versus John Silver match was actually really good. Surprisingly with John Silver yeah. in his tiny hands. Yeah. Uh, but I do agree. Like that brawl was unnecessary. John Silver got hurt at the end of that brawl. His shoulders hurt. He won't need surgery, but he is going to be out for a few weeks. Um, I'm also spitting the. Um, what was it? The. Uh, oh, Hangman Cesar Benoni. Because why the fuck is Hangman Adam Page wrestling Cesar Bononi? This is this man would be NXT champion, and you have him wrestling Cesar Bononi in the second match on your show doing jack shit. One hundred. I, I just because I, I watched the match and I don't know why I watched the match because who the fuck is Cesar Bononi? <laughs> Former NXT wrestler. Nobody was cares. he. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Was he? Yep. Yeah. I thought he was just wearing like some broke ass uh, Rocky Mike Via uh, ring attire. Uh, and, and, and follow up too. Why is Hangman still hanging out with the Dark Order? Thank you. I'm I'm so I'm so tired of seeing that shit. I don't know what to do. I really don't. I'm spitting that as well. <laughs> uh, and also the Lance Arch. I'm spitting the Lance Archer promo because that promo about Sting's bat was just. What oh, the fuck was, was that? that? Yeah. Why? Why was that? And know. where was he? An abandoned warehouse, man. Like, was, that, the... was that was that where they had that, the fight? That, that was the Hoodlum <laughs> warehouse. So, the Hoodlum warehouse where they did the Hoodlum oh. promo, which, by the way, apparently Tony Khan absolutely loved. Which, when I heard him on Busted Open say that, and that the bat that Sting used it was a bat that was Tony Khan's bat. He gave back to Sting. He had gotten it, and now he he got it back, and he keeps it. And it's like it's his favorite promo. And it's I'm oh, like, dude, wow. I don't know that you should be booking if that. If that's the shit you like, because that was god awful. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, and I know that's what he's taking, man. You seen him lately? Mm-hmm. When he be doing these interviews, hair is all fucking crazy. Y'all, we had a good night, y'all. It was it was great. Oh, like, dude, man, how many lines did you do before you got on camera? He had no idea what partying with wrestlers was gonna be like before he got into this position <laughs> at all. And with all that money, I get. Eh, we're not gonna talk about. Rina. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> AEW overall, spit or swallow. But, yeah. but, okay, you know, hold on. I do want to say I love the promos with Moxley and uh, Kingston. I love yes. those promos. Those are like some hip hop, hype Williams type, belly type promos. Other than that, though, it's just not enough. Spit. Yeah, super spit. I'm actually. I will. I will, I will say this though, since we mentioned production of the show, I forgot what a good antagonist will do for Jim Ross, because that's the liveliest I've heard him <laughs> on commentary since he fucking got to AEW. When, um, what, what's his face? Uh, Don, Don got on commentary yeah. like, in the first match. I'm like, wow, JR sounds like he's actually alive on commentary. That was good. No one ever like lights a fire under him. Like he's always worked best when he's had like a heel guide like Jerry yep. Waller. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what he needs. Sometimes <laughs> you just need that person to light a fire under you. And you know what? Keep Don Cass on commentary. He's better. Than, he's better a combination with Jr. Anyway, if you're hell bent on keeping him on commentary, you guys yeah. all spit. 
I'm actually going to swallow because as we broke this down, we talked about the stuff we did swallow versus stuff we spit. There was far more that we swallowed than we spit. And I mean, we talked about a few pretty good matches and a few pretty damn good segments. So overall, I'm going to, I'm going to swallow AEW. Uh, Justin, where would you like to go next? Raw or SmackDown? Let's do SmackDown since it's fresh, since it's the freshest thing. All right. So, uh, Daniel Bryan does the traditional, I'm not going to leave this till I get what I want. Bullshit. Uh, Seth Rollins <laughs> defeats Shinsuke Nakamura and then has a very interesting encounter with Cesaro. Uh, Adam throughout the night visits Edge and Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, which leads to a decision at the end of the night as to uh, us getting a triple threat match at WrestleMania, which we all knew was coming. Uh, Ray defeated or Ray versus Dolph. I didn't pay attention because it was Ray and Dolph, so I don't know who won that match. Uh, Ray and uh, Dolph. Ray, 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 Ray beat Dolph. I mean, yeah. Ray and Dolph. Uh, no, yeah, Ray beat Dolph. Randolph? Randolph. Uh, it was actually a good match. Zach Randolph. I, I, I had that work thing we talked about earlier going on, <laughs> so I got a little distracted. Um, Big E and uh, the New New Day lose to Apollo and the Alpha Academy. Um, KO challenges Sami Zayn to a match at WrestleMania, and somehow... WWE thought it was a good idea to bring in Logan Paul and uh, Bianca and Sasha get into it a little bit. Uh, Bianca defeats Natalia. Sasha hits a backstabber. Bianca's on or Sasha's on commentary during the match. We also got a Bianca promo. Um, this is like four weeks too late. Thank God Charlotte mm. didn't show up. That's all I'm going to say. Thank God Charlotte didn't show up. I didn't think she was going to show up. Well, Vic, like, Rick kept going in my DMs and saying, Charlotte's going to be there. You're going to be mad. Charlotte's going to be there. She's going to be on that's SmackDown. That's what they were saying. Man. Motherfucker taught saying. me oh, for a week. I am tense <laughs> in my chest just waiting for it. And then it came and went, and it was like, oh, thank God. Um, Vince, what are you swallowing from SmackDown? Oof. Honestly, anything Roman Reigns was on, I thought it was good. Like the damn Bryan stuff, the Edge stuff, like that whole buildup. Like it was a whole overlining story that was being told throughout the show. I thought that was probably the best mm -hmm. part. Also, just because they get a kick out of it, Cesaro swinging uh, Seth Rollins in the backstage area. I love that shit. All right. So Daniel, like I said, said he wasn't going to leave the match until he gets his, or leave the ring until he gets his rematch. Adam Pierce comes out, tries to get him out of there. Doesn't happen. Daniel's got all these ideas of how we can go about it to be fair, even though he felt like he didn't get a fair shot at the title. He's like, all right, well, if you don't want to give me a title shot in the same night, like you guys made me do, give me a title shot on night two and put their title match on night one. Like we got options here. I'm willing to work with you. Um, <laughs> and edge is not edge comes down. He's like, you lost, you lost. Fuck you. You lost. Here's a chair. You lost. <laughs> um, and then the whole night like i said is just adam pierce like getting threatened by people like he goes to roman and roman's like don't fuck this up i'll kill you and then he goes to edge and edge is like don't fuck this up i'll kill you and then he goes to daniel bryan daniel bryan's like fuck this up make the right choice <laughs> and then he makes the right up. choice arguably i i prefer a one-on-one -on -one match but he makes the right choice and then those three men fight to close out smackdown yeah get that's into it. it adam pierce shows up to work to get punked I like out. It. Mm -hmm. that that's it he goes shows up to work to get punked out by his employees <laughs> that, 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 that's what his job is um honestly the only thing i'm spitting on this show was uh 
Bianca and Natty in that match because I don't give a shit about what Natty does. And that uh, that Alpha Academy uh, match with, with the Street Profits and stuff like that. I not not really caring that much. I, I, I mean, seeing seeing Biggie with another tag team, it's just a little early for that for me. Oh, but, um, ooh, you got got a little in your feels there, huh? Just 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 a little, just a little. Yeah. But I think I think the smartest thing they did with that was have Apollo get a win over Biggie because I I, I didn't mention this before, but ha- having him lose again at Fastlane was the wrong decision. Like you didn't have to put the title on him, but you could have made it like a disqualification, a countout, something. Because technically, at to date. Apollo's lost three straight to Big E, and he's still getting another shot. At but he did win this match. Right, right. That, that's what I mean. Like that. That's the smartest Apollo! thing. Apollo! So I think I might have missed that, but how did they justify Apollo getting another title shot? By oh, winning he just, this match? He, he keeps losing and then fucking up Big E. Basically, yeah. And yeah. It, it's really hard. So it's like that relationship that you're in where you're with the girl and you know it's toxic and you break up with her, Vince. I know you've been through this. We've talked about it. But then she just like keeps talking shit to you and hurting your feelings and you have a hard time letting go. You keep coming back for the abuse. Oh, no. Time after time. You can't just end it. You, you, you were glutton for punishment, Vince? <laughs> why, no why, do you, why do you think he's in a room that looks like one of Dexter's kill rooms right now? <laughs> To be fair, my furniture didn't get delivered today like it was supposed to, okay? We know. We're just fucking with you. He got uh, the plastic down. He got the plastic down all. He got the plastic down. <laughs> what about you, Justin? Anything? Oh, uh, Vince, you also mentioned the Cesaro swing. So Seth defeats Shinsuke Nakamura, unfortunately. But as Rollins gets pissed off and just starts beating the shit out of Shinsuke, Cesaro comes down to make the save. And then Seth is in the back. He's like, I'm done with this shit. It's fucking over. We're going to have this match, and I'm going to be done with him. He's not worth my time. Cesaro comes in. He says, I'm never getting swung again and swings him in the backstage with a crowd of people watching. <laughs> so Cesaro, Cesaro's going to go for 30 at WrestleMania. I'm calling it right now. Okay. He should go for 37. One for every yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, one for there every WrestleMania. There you Might go. Well. I like that. I'm, Even I'm if he doesn't win the match, as long as he gets to 37, that'd be the win. Nah, he, he got to win. He got to win. Like that... It's time to start giving this man his due. After question, all, question is: Would this done. technically be Cesaro's very first singles match at WrestleMania? Yes, it would. I think it is. Right? It's it a milestone. This is a milestone for him. Absolutely. The last big thing was the Andre, right? The Andre Battle Royal. Andre, that was like the big thing. Yeah. Tag uh, matches with the bar. Oh yeah, the tag. Yeah, but that was pre-show, right? That was pre-show. Well, it depends. Some. some no, the last. The last one was. Last one was thirty-three. Mm-hmm. In the uh, the tag match where the Hardys came back. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything so else? yeah, this is a milestone for him. Anything else from this episode you want to swallow, uh. Justin? Um. Well, I don't. Sammy, I mean, are you are you a Bianca stand like uh, Vince down there? Or are you in the recap? <laughs> you sp- you, or I'm sorry, not Bianca. Natalia stand. Are you uh? No, there's no Natalia. My way, I don't care. There's no Natalia for me. Um, I, I mean, I, I always like SmackDown. You know, it, it was kind of slow, but I will swallow this. But I do got one complaint though. I got, I got one complaint. What are you spitting? And, and, okay, this is what I'm spitting. Okay, I'm spitting Roman Reigns' footwear. All right, 
and we were talking about if you listen to the Get Your Podcast, we were talking about this before, me and Jay, about dudes coming in there. Now they got the money. Now they're gonna buy the shoes, trying to flex. Now I get that, fine. But if you're the main card, you're the main event. We were talking about mid at best, right? You can't be wearing Jordan mids if you're the man. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. All right. You gotta be wearing what's hype. What's popular, or even an OG colorway? Do not be coming out there wearing mids. That that's not a look. That is not a look for him. So, a little sneak peek for the future uh, on the latest episode of the Get Yo Podcast, which you guys can go listen to right now. The sweaty session is uh, battle raps inspired by WrestleMania matches this year. We have <laughs> the uh, Roman Reigns and Edge, correct? Yeah, Roman Reigns versus and Edge, Bianca and Sasha. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then after I commented that you brought it back because I was excited because the first time you guys did this, I wrote a little diss rap yep. for Hulk Hogan that mm-hmm. did pretty well uh, mm-hmm. after I put it out there. Um, I decided when you mentioned you're going to bring it back next time I come on that I was going to write a little rap for the Get Your Podcast Boys for if I ever come on your show and have that ready. And uh, in my rap, as I referred to everyone, I got to Justin. I was like, what can I say about Justin other than his sneaker fetish? Uh, <laughs> because that, like, some people learned it. Like, I, I like thigh-high nylons. They turn me on. They do it for me. Some people like heels. Apparently, for you, it's sneakers. Hey. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm the, the only one here. Reek, Vince, right? I, I've nah, seen nah, you guys nah, post nah, up some nah, pictures. No, no, no. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm not, but I'm not Justin Levels, but I'm I'm right, I, right below. I, I okay. appreciate sneakers. It's all right, not, all right. not like that. Not like that. Okay. <laughs> but if we're on the mid at best, that definitely should should be a word for a mid carter. If we're talking about mid. Oh, yeah, I agree. So the way I look at mid at best is mid card at best. And that's why I applied it to Kenny Omega, because I feel like if he was in WWE, Kenny yes. Omega would sit around the U.S., intercontinental title range. Mm-hmm. I don't see him in the main event. Whereas a guy like Sheamus, which we will talk about here, very okay, 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 okay. We're getting there. Okay, Maybe a different you, level. Um, but before we get you. into that, um, the only thing I want to swallow is I love the Kevin and Sammy idea and the match. And as Vince said, this final stage where KO is the good guy and Sammy is the bad guy because we have not seen that version of it, and it's gonna be at WrestleMania on a big stage. I hate, but I'm also spitting the Logan Paul. We do not le- need Logan Paul in WWE. Bad yeah. bunny is enough. We do not need Logan Paul. Do I don't not like that you. I don't like that you try to put Bad Bunny and Logan Paul in the same sense. No, no, I'm saying for celebrity appearance, we have Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is fantastic. He's really put in the work. Bad Bunny is enough. You don't need to bring in another celebrity. That's what I meant. Logan Paul ain't even a celebrity, man. I'm about to say Bad Bunny. Much. Bad Bunny is a Grammy winner. Logan Paul is a YouTuber. Right, there's um, a difference. Is that a Peacock <laughs> thing? Do you think that was a Peacock thing getting Logan Paul? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I hope Hopefully, they don't do something stupid like making him a guest referee or something. They're going to censor the network and then bring in that jackass. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you want to see some great sense, let's go check out the Smackin' Raw Instagram account at Smackin' Raw Pod. Uh, our very own Matt Ritter here did some very good Photoshop work. Those pictures, working. man. Oh, my God. Go ahead and check them out, guys. Give All of your favorite Attitude Era moments censored with the Smackin' Raw logo. When he gets going, man, I tell you, it's just... <laughs> I know, man. Like, he had, like, four spit out at one time, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, I all, like, I can think, all I can think about, seeing all those hit the group chat was, 
please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> That's all I could think about when I when I got more and more. I was like, God damn it, is there more, please? I think that's gonna be my thing now, and I'm I'm gonna make some I more. Mean, yeah, the Shawn go, Michaels go. one is like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna make some more, so you'll have some more. You'll have some more content coming. Um, oh, you gotta do a Kitty Vic one. <laughs> yes, I, I I looked at that and I was trying to figure it out. Actually, what I was gonna do was. I was going to do the Smack and Raw logo over Kane's face, and I was going to do the Young Kings wrestling on Katie Vick uh, until Justin joined the group. Oh, and then I was like, God. we can't do that now because Justin's here. And where do I put the Get Show podcast? The Kai Tai one was perfect, man. You could have done, I I done that one too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Smackdown, oh, Spitter Swallow. Overall. Uh, I'm going to gargle it for a little bit and reluctantly okay. swallow. I, 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 I'll swallow. Yeah, same. Like, same. Uh, the, the ending to the show got me more invested into the main event because we finally see that unhinged edge that he's kind of kind of been like tiptoeing around, but now he finally goes full fledged into it. Like I was saying in the chat, it reminded me of like 08 when he had that feud with Taker and they went into hell in a cell. He just snapped. Like mm-hmm. that kind of gave me those vibes for this. So and now he's officially a heel going into this match. So it's like the thing I would like about that too is that clearly Roman's retaining this title and it looks like they're planting the seeds for Daniel Bryan versus Edge leading after WrestleMania and all the motivation in the world is, dude, you couldn't even mind your own fucking business. I had my own one-on-one match and you ruined it. You all out here trying to cock block and make this into a threesome when I just won one-on-one Roman time. (laughs) I disagree. I think this is setting up either Edge to win and have an intense feud with Daniel Bryan, or just reverse. And uh, Daniel Bryan wins, and he's going to continue this feud with, with Edge. Not that Roman's going to fall out of the picture, because he'll just be hovering over it, you know, depending on who wins there. But I think it's, it sets that up perfectly, because either which way, it protects Roman now that you have a triple threat. He doesn't have to lose. Unless, of but, course, after this match, Roman goes on to feud with Adam Pierce over this decision, and it cost him leading to Adam Pierce being removed as general manager and Sonya Deville stepping in. He could do it. He honestly could do that. Like the next pay-per-view after that, you could have Edge face Daniel Bryan for the title and Roman could just beat Adam Pierce's ass for how many ever minutes he so, so chooses to on the card. Uh, I just don't think they'll take the title for Roman. I'm swallowing for the simple fact that Charlotte did not show up and that made me the happiest <laughs> it could have ever possibly made me. Um... Monday Night Raw, our final show, the show that Reek has been waiting to talk about. We kick it off with Bobby Lashley defeating Sheamus. We got Drew coming down to save Sheamus. We got a heated encounter between MV or uh, between Bobby Lashley and Drew, where MVP backs them down. And then we've got the story throughout the night of Bobby Lashley being very, very, very disappointed in the Hurt Business, his associates, which worries me a little bit. Not sure how I feel about that. Oscar defeating Peyton Royce. Peyton got her shot after her promo. Uh, Rhea showing up to challenge Oscar at WrestleMania. Adam telling Drew that the Hurt Business wants a handicap match, which Drew agrees to. Uh, Drew will win that match later on. Miz and Morrison give us a preview of a new song they debuted. Bad Bunny from Revenge. I liked it. I liked it. And Jeff Hardy had a match that no one cares about. Uh, AJ Styles loses to Kofi. New Day saves us from an AJ promo because uh, it was going bad. 
we find out that AJ doesn't know shit about Omus. Um, Jameis says he doesn't back down. Drew stuck his nose where it doesn't belong. And then Matt Riddle decides to come in and just piss off Sheamus. And now, if Sheamus wasn't already dick-slapping Vince with his mid-at-best comments, he is going to fuck up Matt Riddle and move right up there to Bobby Lashley tier for me on Monday Night Raw. I cannot wait for it. Um, <laughs> Elias loses to Braun. We get more Shane and Elias bullshit. Uh, Randy Orton, Alexa and The Fiend. Uh, Kofi Kingston has broken something and he is pissed. Or no, I'm sorry. Kingston has broken. Oh, wow. That's not where that's supposed to be. No, we're not <laughs> going to talk about that. AEW. Somehow, uh, the end of my notes are all AEW stuff, which is why we didn't even talk about Taya versus uh, Nyla, because that happened and that was dope. And I love Taya, oh, so I'm swallowing that as well. Um, that's why I didn't that. bring up the Kingston promo. And that's why I didn't see Darby versus John Silver down there. Because I put them at the end of Raw for some reason. So, yeah. <laughs> Monday Night Raw ended with the Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss stuff. Fiend almost getting burned again. You know I'm swallowing that all day. It is my favorite fucking thing. As I said on Young Kings Wrestling in the post recap, they took my three favorite things, horror movies, wrestling, and porn, and they put them into one segment at the end of Fast Lane. They gave me the rebirth of The Fiend as a Jason Voorhees-esque character with Alexa Bliss leading him around and giving him commands and basically in control of him, which I said from the very get-go of that relationship that Alexa Bliss was really the one manipulating The Fiend, not the other way around. I can't wait for this match. I can't wait for what we are seeing. Randy got dropped. All fantastic. Give me that tag team match between Randy and his wife versus Alexa and The Fiend. I'm down for all of it. Oh, yeah. Kim worked herself into a shoot. Yeah, for real, for real. That was some funny shit. My uh, question is, how long can they keep uh, that? That how long are they going to keep this version of the fiend going? Forever. <laughs> if they I want to, know. forever. Because I looked at it, it's gloves, and then it's just as regular. Like it's just a burnt version of a suit. I don't think it's really anything that much extra. It just looks extra. I don't think it's going to be heavy. What about the mask? Doesn't it again. look like very extra prosthetics or anything? No. It's the same mask, just a little bit melted. I don't think it's anything extra on that either. I think if they wanted to run with it, they could run with it. They might not. There are rumors that Bo Dallas is the melted fiend, and that might be the return of Bo Dallas, so we will see if there's any truth to that. Yep, I heard that. I heard that. Uh, oh, I haven't said anything involved for a while, but uh, no, I'm swallowing that all day. Vince, what are you swallowing for Monday Night Raw? I'm going to make Reek, Reek wait because I know he wants to get into it, and I'm going to make him wait. I think I want to swallow the whole fucking show, to be honest. No. For real? No. Yeah. I mean, like, there were some low points for the most part. You know, not everything was a fucking hit, but I liked what they were doing and, like, the whole overlying storyline with the, with the her business, the Ms. Bad Bunny stuff. I like the Bron, the Bron stuff. Yes. Cause I don't fuck with Braun Strowman whatsoever. Seamus fucking knocked it out of the park with Bobby Lashley. Uh, the Fiend, Randy Orton stuff has been amazing. All of it. Like, honestly, all of it. Raw might be my best show of the week. So, since you brought it up, let's talk about it. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Sheamus knocked it out of the park. Reek, you got anything to say on that? <laughs> I just I just have a question. I have a question for, for Mr. Daddy Delgado here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, this was day two of a two-day stretch for Seamus. Uh, 
in which the night before he put on what would have been the match of the night had it not been for Daniel Bryan and Roman at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Beat mm-hmm. the absolute shit out of each other. Then he went on to have a match the very next night with the WWE champion. And this follows just three months after, because I remember this was the night of the, the Royal Rumble recap, where you said that that man is mid at best. And Matt knows as I said it on the, the I said it on the last show we did that ever since you said it, somebody tapped into the segments and the shows that we do, and they got <laughs> they took an audio clip and they sent it to Seamus. And Seamus done put um, plastered those words printed them out and put it up on his headboard, his shower, his, his car, every <laughs> single thing he could possibly find and said, okay, since I'm mid, I'm going to show you some shit. And ever since then, he's been putting on, he usually puts on bangers on the regular, but just banger after banger, just slapping. So my question for you, sir, and I need an honest, I need an honest answer without, without you capping over here. Okay. <laughs> is Seamus is, is still mid at best? Nah, man, Sheamus was never mid at best. Uh, He was never mid at best. I just kind of like rolled with it. I was feeling myself, you know, I was feeling my Stephen A. Smith and just seeing something something Mm. outlandish just to Mm. say it. Uh, I'm glad that it led to some great content from Sheamus because, look, all again, my whole core premise was that I don't ever just look at a Sheamus match and get excited. Um, Like the only exception has been like his stuff with the bar. Or now recently with Drew McIntyre. I've never said he was a bad wrestler. Just that for the most part, I just wasn't really a fan. I shouldn't have said he was mid at best, but I kind of like leaned into it. And for the last three months, Rick has not let it let up. So no, Seamus is not mid at best. But you're welcome, Seamus. If I didn't if I did my <laughs> fire under you, you're welcome. So 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 do you now have Seamus matches that are worth watching to you? <laughs> I'm not going to go back and watch them, probably. <laughs> You're not going to go back and watch that Royal Rumble match ever? I'm not. You're not going to go back and watch this fast lane match ever? If I go back and watch the pay-per-view and it comes on, I'll, I'll continue watching the pay-per-view. Cesaro and Sheamus? Cesaro and Sheamus? Remember Cesaro and Sheamus? That feud? Best of seven, right? Yeah, best of seven. Yeah, I'll probably pick yeah. the best match of the best of seven feud, and that's it. I won't watch the whole thing. But they were all. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. So Vince said he was swallowing everything. Justin, is there anything particular from this, whether it's the Miz, the AJ Styles stuff? Um, um I'm going to gargle this show. I'm going to gargle this show. Okay. But um, just because there's a goal, are we getting into the spit part yet or no? No, I wanted to see if there was anything you wanted to swallow. Positive. Oh, yeah, yeah my bad. My first. bad. <laughs> Is there anything you want to swallow? Um, I got plenty of spit. Uh, so. No, 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 no. Nothing Rick, you I got anything swallow. else you want to swallow? Uh, I think Rick wants to spit me and my attitude. <laughs> I, listen, listen. I just, I, I, I have lost energy for your blasphemous comments. I'm just okay. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a couple things that I'm spitting on this show. Uh, first off, We're not there yet. Swallow. Oh, 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 swallow, swallow. Um, well, starting to show off, lastly, that match, the entrance, it's all fire. Uh, Fiend and Randy Orton, of course, easily. Kind of, kind of the stuff with AJ and New Day, because it's like See, it's fresh or something new. Oh, no, 
I'm with you on that. I am swallowing AJ versus the New Day. The promo after the New Day came out 100% because when they came out and said, you don't even know almost, and AJ is like, yes, I do. And they're like, what's his favorite ice cream flavor? And he's like, vanilla bean. And he's like, no, it's not. Uh, what's his favorite color? It's mauve. Who's his favorite wrestler? Oh, it's the phenomenal AJ Styles. No, it's Andre the Giant. Like that whole thing. I absolutely loved that. They it killed great. it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I do want to say that uh, I like the fact that uh, in the match, Xavier was trying to distract uh, AJ Styles by using like the tram- trombone and playing his old uh, TNA Impact theme song. And at the end, it's like, I am, I am. I fucking loved it. If it I didn't if catch that. Oh. If it's entertaining, then it works for me. I will give that a, a, a thumbs up every single time. Um, I'm also swallowing, like I said, the idea that Riddle is just annoying everyone. Like he annoyed Shinsuke. He, we saw he annoyed Keith Lee. Now he's annoying Sheamus. And the fact that I'm not the only one that exists that is just annoyed by his presence all the time makes me happy because the New Day was kind of fucking with me a little bit. Like I was turning on the New Day because they were supporting this man. And I hate him that much that he could turn me on the New Day for being friends with him. So the fact that Sheamus is like, fuck this dude. I'm all for that. You know something? I, I, I you know, because I mentioned before, I'm watching 2002. You know, I, I, I think I get somewhat of an idea of why they like Matt Riddle so much. I watched a, a promo. I think it was No Mercy 2002 by a guy who's very well known and is expected to go into the Hall of Fame very soon. Mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam had a, ve- I'm talking like, you got to go back and watch it. It's very similar mm-hmm. to what we hear from Matt Riddle on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And Rob Van Dam, back in those days, was getting some pretty good pushes. So I can see that they're clearly drawing some similarities between the two. And obviously, of course, they're both stoners. So naturally, they sound the same. But on top of that, with some, uh, regardless of how you feel about them, some very good abilities in the ring. <laughs> can't, 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 can't escape past that they are talented in ring but combine that with this whole like clearly you're a fucking stoner who's just trying to make the time pass with your promos that's what RVD was doing it's like okay right right I do love him running around in his fucking scooter in backstage I don't know who the fuck he interrupted he just kind of like just Rick what are you spitting <laughs> Oh man, I love it. I love it. All right, so first off, that that whole the the match with with Oscar and Peyton because I, after all that talking that you did, like I got behind Peyton and I have never been behind Peyton. I've always been a Billy K guy, and after all that talking that you did on Raw Talk, and you came out and it just this this didn't cut it for me. This didn't cut. You didn't have to win. But they, they could have looked a little bit stronger than this. She did say she did it better than the majority of the roster, and she did not prove that she does it better than the majority of the roster. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That, yeah, like, you it made it look bad. You got. You got. You got to back this talk up. Uh, Braun and Shane. Uh, well, before we move I'm on gonna... from that, I'm spitting the Rhea promo. Rhea did not look comfortable coming out doing that promo. I did not like her challenge. I did not like that promo whatsoever. I'm spitting that all day, and I'm mad because I was a, I, I was the advocate of I want Rhea versus Asuka over Asuka versus Charlotte again. Put Rhea on my TV, and then Rhea came out, 
and she just did not look like she was comfortable mm-hmm. on Raw yeah. cutting mm-hmm. that promo, doing whatever they gave her. She it didn't it didn't work for me. Yeah, it was, I think I guess it was the first night jitters because I, I like that she came out and you know she's right getting right into it, not wasting any time. But like you could you could tell like she wasn't comfortable. She it wasn't, felt like it was hot shotted. specifically because of the Andrade situation and I don't know if Charlotte just doesn't want to participate in WrestleMania because of it she just said it now and they they just pivoted pretty fast because it didn't I I didn't get any inclination that Rhea was going to show up anytime before WrestleMania I was under the impression she was going to show up the night after WrestleMania big debut just like most Raw after WrestleMania but they needed a name to go up against Asuka Charlotte's out so they're like, fuck it, let's throw Rhea. And I don't think Rhea was ready for to be thrown into that woman's title picture. Rhea was not ready for Monday Night Raw. She was gonna she was gonna show up before Mania, but it got they they kind of reverted course about it because Charlotte's gonna be out. And we was talking about it before. Um Yeah, when you Charlotte, weren't here because you were late. <laughs> yeah, uh Charlotte is basically calls. She, she she was standing by her man, made sure right. that they got him out of that contract because he wanted out. And I guess a condition of the deal from what we've heard is that they said, okay, we'll let him out of the deal if you sit out media. And I guess that's kind of where this whole talk about her having COVID is coming from because supposedly she had it, but it's like she was going to show up on SmackDown tonight. And that wouldn't make sense at all. If you've been recovering from it, you wouldn't be mm-hmm. showing up, you know, days later. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was. It just—I don't think Rhea's ever been that great on the mic, but there, there's a difference. Like you could tell when she's feeling it, and she's confident. She wasn't at all. I don't know if the Thunderdome got her nervous or what, but it just—it didn't work. <laughs> but um, that. Uh, what else did I have? Yeah, everything with Braun and Shane, like that. Just after the green slime, you lost me because I, I I talked about how this could have worked for me, but. The way that you're doing it, I don't even care. And the worst part is, and I told Matt this, I feel like Shane's gonna win at Mania, just just to just to spite everybody. Like this is a rib on Braun Strowman, somehow, some way. He must have somebody. He gotta have pissed off somebody because this is clearly they're just ripping the shit out of him. Uh, but the last thing like is Vince McMahon's sandwich or something in catering. <laughs> he was like, "God damn it, he ate my sandwich." Them steak wraps. You can't touch the steak wraps. Maybe Braun Strowman touched him because we know how. Oh, yep. The Titus O'Neil. I was gonna say Titus O'Neil suspension was fucking bogus, man. Braun's also not black, so that might not be the case. Um, what else you got, Lee? The last thing was that. The whole stuff with, with Bobby after the match, talking to the all the the jobbers in the locker room because it completely contradicted. That. It complete, but that's the thing. It's like it would be fine, but it completely contradicted everything that you just yelled at the hurt business about. It's like you're saying I don't want you out here because you make it look like I can't hold my own. But then you go to the locker room and say whoever takes Drew out because y'all couldn't get it done, y'all get a shot at the title. Okay. So it's like fair. Which, which way are you leaning, bro? Are you good? Or are you not good? Yeah, that, that's something I was going to bring up before the we wrapped up Raw. It's like he, I felt like he was contradicting himself from start to finish. Like he was two different Bobby Lashleys, like motivation wise. And I honestly just didn't like 
I just didn't like it. I either pick one side or the other. You either mm. make him be like this dominant Brock Lesnar guy that doesn't want help, or make him more of a traditional heel where he wants to get every advantage he gets leading up into his title match. You know, I definitely want the Bobby Lashley that we had in the beginning of the night where he was like, you guys made me look bad than the other Bobby Lashley. I will say, I did just love, like, he picked the worst group of guys outside of the newly jacked up uh, fucking... Humberto Carrillo to go try and take out Drew. Like he just picked. Also, Reek, real quick, what fucking roster is Drew Gulak on? Did he get drafted to Raw? Because last I remember, he was on SmackDown. If he didn't get drafted to Raw, why the fuck is he in the Raw locker room <laughs> hanging out? So mm. I, think, I think what 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 it really comes down to is that. Any any of the roster who was considered, uh, I like to call it in the twenty four seven division. Any of them who are in that group probably don't have a real roster home. They just show up where they okay. show up. They float. Okay. That's why I would float. consider Drew Gulak at this point because he just because um, I've seen him on SmackDown a couple times and then you see him back on Raw. So I, I don't know. He doesn't have a home. He's homeless. I do have a theory. <laughs> I do have a theory here. I have an Austin theory here. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Shout I have out. An Austin, I uh, yeah, I have an Austin theory here that uh, if you really pay attention and dissect that whole segment, Ricochet was the one that was kind of intrigued by the prospect of oh, yeah. taking out. I picked that. Yeah, picked so that. maybe this is uh, like kind of like a way to get Ricochet to turn heel and join the mm-hmm. Hurt business, maybe legitimize mm-hmm. him a little bit. And maybe that's how you go. Maybe that's what the setup was, is try to get, but it was a stupid way to go about it. But that's the one thing I noticed was Ricochet really looked like he was very interested in that proposition. We just got the Hurt Business with Bobby Lashley as champion, and we had Raw Tag Team Champions, and they have already began to just completely dismantle this faction, and I am not okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I was going to say that too. Yeah, I was going to say the same shit, like, do not start teasing a breakup again. I'm all for adding Ricochet yeah. into the mix because then that alleviates any need to put MVP in matches. Now you have your four. MVP is officially the manager. He was only doing promos. That's fine, but it's they just got together or, within the last six months. Complete or maybe a revamped, retooled, remade. Her business, because when her business started, Bobby Lashley and MVP were talking about how they wanted to do a revolving door of members in this mm, faction with them okay. as the core guys. So maybe they're giving the boot to Cedric and Shelton, bringing in the Ricochet and someone else. So this is like the early version of the Nation of Domination where they just had a bunch of random fucking people, and now we're going to get down to like <laughs> the core version, mm, with like yeah. the people we actually care about. Something like that. Something I can like see that. that. Like they're getting rid of uh, uh, um. We're getting rid of chains. Chains, yes. And um, what's the guy, the Puerto Rican guy? Savio Vega. Savio Vega. Savio Vega. Yeah, Vega. Yeah. Oh Savio Vega. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Vega. And that was Ricochet like a, can be Ricochet can be the Owen Hart. <laughs> D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown. I can see it. Shelton's definitely D'Lo. Shelton. Shelton. Is oh, D-Lo. Shelton's the, okay. Okay. If they keep him right now, Shelton is uh, Savio Vega. Probably, poor Sheldon. (laughs) If if that's the case, if that's the case, right, and they're gonna they're gonna just you know switch and switch out, 
Keith go Lee. get Rick. Go get. Oh yeah, of course. Keith Lee. Get Ricochet. Get Dio Madden, and get Naomi. I don't. I don't want to see her with Lana. Yes. No yeah. Wasting away that. doing that. It, it's just. Like, I, I get you're having fun. I get you're having fun. But listen, we got we got more important shit for you to do. Mm. Mm. I'm also gonna spit the entire Miz and Morrison segment. I don't like their music videos. I don't think they're funny. I hate Miz TV. I don't understand when it's Miz. I, TV. I, I, I like the shit. song, man. Yeah, I, I bet a, you. Had a nice beat. Look had a like nice somebody beat. who likes that yeah. song. I'm looking at you right now. And I'm like, I can see you liking this song. I hate this. <laughs> I'm spitting it personally. Um, overall, Monday Night Raw spit or swallow because I'm gonna make sure this is under two hours. God damn it. Spit. Uh, I'm a swallow. Spit. I, I, I'll swallow. I'm going to gargle undecidedly. Uh, I'm on the fence with a lot of shit. There was a lot of good. There was a lot that I did not like. So, uh, yeah. Justin, what was your favorite show of the week? I got to go NXT. Always and forever. Reek, what was your Same. favorite show of the week? Same. I didn't. There was, like I said before, there was really nothing that I could say I didn't like on NXT this week. Vince, what uh, was your favorite show of the week? Uh, as much as I liked NXT, I don't know, for whatever reason, I really enjoyed Raw more this week. Except for the Braun Strowman stuff. So I'm going to give it a raw this week. Okay. Your opinion's been at best. I am also <laughs> going to go with NXT. So officially from the host of the Smack and Raw podcast, one fourth of the Get Yo podcast, one third of the Young Kings Wrestling podcast, and the host of the Havoc Hour, uh, NXT, best show of the week this week. Yeah, yay. Yeah. Sorry. Can't be mad at that. We'll start to my left on my screen. Justin, please go ahead and let everyone know about Get Your Podcast, where they can find you, all that fun shit. Plug your socials. That's right. You can find me on the Twitter, Get Your Podcast, Instagram, Get Your Podcast, and we're all available on every podcast network. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Reek, what you got? Sir, uh, y'all can catch me at Reek Havoc 24 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find Young Kings Wrestling at young yk wrestling on twitter and at yk wrestling underscore on instagram and we're on anchor spotify we're on youtube now as well for the video so check those out also check out the havoc hour on youtube anchor spotify wherever you listen to your podcast and also check out the instagram page underscore the havoc hour underscore i've got my guys matt on here i got vince on here regularly so Go check Ooh. that out. Yeah, we gotta talk about that trade deadline. My Bulls made some moves. Oh, dude, did I you see that? that? The oh my, God. I saw well, that. Post show stuff. Post show stuff. Uh, you can yeah. follow me at SES Vince, all social medias everywhere. Go ahead and check us out on Instagram at Smack and the Rob Pod, and go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Creation Worlds. Go ahead and give us a sub. You don't even have to like watch the video, even though you should, you know. But go ahead there and then go ahead and watch us on Pornhub because we're back on Pornhub. And as always, you guys can find me at my radio. That's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, you guys can find Smacking It Raw on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter is the same as the Instagram. It is Smacking It Raw Pod at Smacking It Raw Pod. Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Smacking It Raw. Also, please go check out Creation World. If you guys like other things besides wrestling, you got facebook.com slash Creation World. Twitter and Instagram, The Creation World. That's T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. And, uh... I think that's it. Other than, as Vince said, if you do go to my Twitter, you guys can find the link trees that'll get you to the YouTube and the Pornhub where you can play the Where's Waldo's Penis game on our video. <laughs> Please go uh, check that out. Yeah. Hell yeah. For the filthy Filipino Justin Santos, 
Frozone. The nature Froze. of Lair. And Daddy Delgado himself. I am the Yo. Warden Matt Ritter. We are smacking it raw. And we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Number one.